Our message today is about being trapped in a mess. But first, if you would please join me with a moment of silent prayer for the people of Ukraine. Are you trapped in a mess? You know, when we think about all the crazy issues going on today, it's easy to have that feeling of being trapped in this mess, right? We've got the pandemic, hopefully that thing's starting to, to get go down a little bit. We've got the economy, high prices, inflation. We, we prayed about the war in Ukraine, but that's disrupting a lot of things throughout the world. And then the environment, we're, we're literally getting buried in plastic. You know, it, it sure seems at times like things in our, are in a real mess around us. And then the divisions between us in, in, in the country, the sharp differences between our political parties. And then there's always those messes in our personal lives, whether however our finances are working out or the high price of gas or groceries, childcare, our relationships, health concerns. I mean, the, the list is endless, right? So what can we do to kind of cope with or minimize these messes in our life or, or deal with them? Well, we just celebrated Easter and the glory of the risen Savior. Now, surely all of our messes pale in comparison to that incredible event. But yet, there's, there were messes in other people's lives. If we go to John chapter 20, verse 19, now this was like the weekend after the, the resurrection, after Jesus rose from the dead. It was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews. Well, they had just seen the resurrection. they just seen the risen Christ, and yet they were still in a mess. And then that passage goes on to say, and Jesus came and said, peace be with you. And so we hear in that story how the disciples had personally witnessed the resurrection. They saw the power of their God in Jesus their Lord and Savior, and yet in their mess, they were still afraid and hiding. And so before we go any farther, let's get started with these discussion questions. What is your mess? In other words, what's weighing on your heart and your mind? And then the second question is, what do you think would be the best solution to your mess? Last week, we talked about how we gain this sense of peace and security from having a rhythm in our life. You know, we looked to the Benedictine monks and learned about ora et labora, pray and work. And those monks found that there's a synergy, this source of power, when prayer and work have a certain balance and are blended together. And so God gives us a sense of peace in our mess when we blend our prayer life with our work life. And we also talked about how we can use what we learned in the Lord's Prayer to perk up our prayer life. Our Father who art in heaven and the rest of that prayer which helps us to focus on our thoughts and our meditations. God also gives us peace as we go outward in mission in his kingdom. A couple of verses later in that John passage, Jesus says this, and this is John chapter 21, verse tw chapter 20, verse 21. And Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As my Father has sent me, so I send you. And so Jesus is promising his peace for us when we go out and do his will. He also says it in, this, in the Gospel of Matthew in chapter 28, starting at verse 18. 
And Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Well, we are called to go outward, to focus outward, to help others, to share the good news of God's love with others. And there's a couple things that happen inside of us when, when we do engage in that outward mission. First, it takes our focus, our preoccupation off of ourselves and, and our problems and then forces us to focus on helping someone else. And so we literally gain peace by just not thinking about our mess, right? And the second thing that happens when we go outward is that we get this good feeling inside. You know, whenever we help someone else in some way, we get wrapped in that feel-good feeling. And I think our Creator God has designed us in that way, that when we care for others, when we share that good news that helps others deal with their mess, we feel good about it. It's almost like magic, but it's better than magic. I can say with certainty how mission has given me a sense of peace. You know, several years ago, I led several mission trips. There was two to New Orleans for Katrina uh, recovery, and then there were several others. And on those trips, we did blend prayer and work, and we did help others. And each one of those experiences changed our lives change the lives of each one of us on that trip. There's something about it, I can't explain it, but it just changes your life. It's, and so those mission trips were transforming. And in a similar way, when we do smaller acts of mission, we get a similar feel-good feeling, especially when we blend prayer and work. And so now let's take a moment and consider these thoughts and reflect on these questions. How does having a rhythm including prayer and work, help you gain a sense of peace in your mess? And then, how have your acts of outward mission giving, given you a sense of peace in your mess? Let's just take a moment and reflect on those two questions. Now, I've kind of saved the best for last, because the best way that God grants us peace in our mess is from the presence of the Holy Spirit the Holy Companion, the Holy Advocate. And we hear this in John 20, verse 22. And when he said this, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Jesus has given us the most amazing blessing in the form of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our constant companion. He is the Holy Advocate that guides us to lead lives that please God the Father. We also hear about that in John 14, starting with verse 16. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth. Well, you know, another definition of advocate is somebody that argues in favor of someone. And so the Holy Spirit is constantly speaking up for us in spite of our shortcomings to God the Father. So as we struggle with our mess, the Holy Advocate is helping us to grow in relationship with God. Now the Apostle Paul had this experience with the Holy Spirit. Now this comes to us from Galatians chapter 5 starting in verse 22. By contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, 
patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So the Holy Spirit is an active part of our lives and of giving us that peace, that feeling of peace in the midst of struggling with our mess. Now one possible insight, now this is an interesting theological concept um, that came, that was developed around the 300s or the 400s. Um, but it helps us understand and appreciate the significance of the gift of the Holy Spirit. And that phrase is perichoritis. I had trouble with that. Perichoritis. And this is a concept that the church developed, like I say, in the 300s to 500s, someplace in there. And, and you know, we believe that God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are three distinct personalities that are in, in some mysterious way are altogether our one God. And yet they interact with us in like three different distinct ways. And so this concept describes this relationship with these three personalities as being like three people dancing together in some kind of holy dance, if you want to think of it that way. So that when Jesus gives us the gift of the presence of the Holy Spirit, he is inviting us to the dance. Now, maybe it sounds a little strange, but I really like the implication made in that, that idea of dancing. Because dancing is something that we do to be happy and have fun. Dancing is something that we do when we feel secure and we're not worried about something. So when Jesus is inviting us to this holy and sacred dance, he is telling us there's nothing to fear and that we are free to have joy in our hearts and feel that peace which comes from Christ Jesus. And now, for our final discussion question. Are you trapped in a mess? Or, better yet, are you ready to join the dance, that holy dance? Yes, we're all dealing with messes of some kind. Messes that, that crank up our anxieties, that steal our joy of living. I've shared some ways that Jesus blesses our mess by giving us peace in our hearts, by having a rhythm in our lives that includes a balance of prayer and work, by spending time in outward mission helping others, and by God's amazing blessing of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Companion, the Holy Advocate. Jesus is standing, just knocking on our door, waiting to hear our voice and have us open up our hearts to Him. It's all about living into our core value of loving God and sharing His love with others. And I hope and pray that this message will be helpful for you. If you'd like to talk about any of this or any other topic, please reach out. Share this message with a friend or someone. Perhaps they can benefit from that. I'd love to talk with them. And now for a prayer challenge. Spend that five minutes each day. Squeeze in a few moments or take longer. And consider your mess. Just think about your mess, whatever's top on your mind. And then ask yourself, would establishing a rhythm, including some balance between prayer and work, help bring some peace to your heart? Or check out some ways to include an outward mission in your life, some way of helping others, volunteering or so on, and see if that doesn't help take your focus off your mess and on helping others. And then lift up a prayer to Jesus and the Holy Spirit that they invite you to the holy dance and talk with God often. And you're gonna have to stop the noise because we live in a hectic world at a hectic pace. You have to stop the noise so you can start praying and spend that quality time with God. And now, 
Would you please pray with me the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen and amen. Friends, feel the awesome power and presence of the Holy Spirit this day as we are, as we are forgiven and adopted as God's holy children. Open your heart and feel the warmth and blessings of his love. God gives us that everlasting boost that we sometimes need to get back on track. And next week, we're going to continue our series on Bless This Mess and talk about and focus on our relationships. Amen. And now let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your words of wisdom and hope for us that lead to that everlasting peace. And Lord, we pray that you reveal the awesome power and presence of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Companion, the Holy Advocate in each one of our hearts so that we feel the warmth of your love and feel that secure feeling that comes from being in a close relationship with you. We pray all these things in Jesus' holy name. Amen. I'm really glad that you checked us out today and I hope you really find something useful in this message or that you, perhaps you have a friend that you could share it with that they might benefit from, from this message. I'd love to talk with you. I'd love to talk with them. You can call or text me at 517-588-8415. My email address or the Calmo connection card information is at the bottom of your screen or at the end of this uh, video. However you get in touch with us, we, we pray that we might be in some way be of help to you. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed week. Have a blessed Easter season. I'm your neighbor Jerry, pastor at Calmo Church, and bye for now.